This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com. Coming to you live from Bud Walton Arena following an 86-68 Arkansas win over Gardner-Webb. Hey, 18-point win. Hogs are off to a 2-0 start. Successful first week. Good vibes, right? Wrong. Guess again. Because we had spicy Eric Musselman in the postgame after this one because he was not pleased with his team's performance despite a convincing win. Very slow start from the Razorbacks, very ticked off, very perturbed Eric Musselman in the aftermath. And and quite frankly, I don't blame him uh, based on some of the things that we saw tonight. So uh, listen, you always prefer to learn lessons in a winning effort, right? Especially early in the season, it's always better to win than it is to lose. But hopefully those lessons are learned Right, and that wake-up call is received for Arkansas because some of the things they did tonight they won't get away with when the competition ramps up very, very soon. Okay, that's right around the corner. Uh, Arkansas got down 13 to five out of the gates in this one. I thought they sleptwalked through most of the first half. Uh, they looked slow, they looked soft, they looked sluggish. They were getting beat to loose balls, uh, getting outworked. Uh, Gardner Webb looked like the more focused team, the more intense team. Uh, it was really the first time we've seen this group of Razorbacks, this new roster, uh, struggle in some of those ways and kind of come out and, and, and look like they were back on their heels a little bit as opposed to being the aggressor uh, and the confident bunch that we've seen. Um, really, it wasn't until Caleb Battle hit a just a, an incredible uh, fall-away corner three on, on a baseline inbounds play that broke a tie uh, with about four minutes left in the first half. That kind of lit a spark under Arkansas. They finished the half on a 17-5 run. They wound up going into the break with things under control, 48-36. to 36. You're up a dozen at halftime. Uh, I think they pushed the lead up over 20 fairly early in the second half, and, and they coasted from there, although it was sloppy down the stretch when, when Musk tried to open up the bench a little bit. Um, but there were just some things that, that give you a little bit of pause uh, and some things they need to work on. You know, what, what did we learn from this game? Some of the areas of emphasis uh, from Eric Musselman, I, I guarantee you, that are coming over the next couple of days in practice that he talked about a lot during his presser. Uh, physicality or a lack thereof, it has to improve for this Arkansas team, especially in the paint, especially around the rim. And I know what you're thinking. Curtis, what the hell are you talking about? Arkansas had 15 block shots tonight. Uh, that's the most by an Eric Musselman coach team since he's been a college head coach. Arkansas and Nevada doesn't matter. Uh, looks like they protect the rim okay. Well, that's true, but like Musk said, it was either a block shot or they were giving up a layup, right? He wants to see more toughness, more physicality, uh, more strength inside around the rim and that's something that Arkansas struggled with at times tonight even though they were blocking a lot of shots uh, they were giving up some and ones to some guards uh, picking up some fouls they didn't need to pick up they were getting pushed underneath a little bit more than you would expect uh, against a team like Gardner-Webb you know I thought 
Uh, Makai Mitchell looked better. We've, we've been kind of wondering where the hell is Makai Mitchell? He's the returning starter for this team. I thought he showed some flashes. He had five points, five rebounds, four block shots. Uh, he looked a little bit better than we've seen so far. It's been a quiet preseason from him, uh, but there's another level that he can get to, and I think Arkansas needs that because he's your six foot ten, two hundred and forty pound guy who can really get in there and bang. A lot of these other forwards are maybe more undersized or they're more finesse, long athletes as opposed to the big bruisers uh, that you're going to see in the paint at different times throughout the course of the season. Uh, Muss was frustrated with the shot selection from this team. And again, and you're going to look at it and you're going to say, well, Arkansas scored 86 points. They shot 50% from the field. They shot 39% from three. Uh, yes, all those things are true, uh, but it could have been a lot more of an efficient outing. One thing that he said, a direct quote from us that I thought was interesting, he said, hey, we don't need heat checks if you're not hot. Okay, so maybe some guys taking some ill-advised looks there uh, in a lot of ways for Arkansas. I thought Caleb Battle really, really bailed them out in this game. Uh, <laughs> he is electric. I think I tweeted out at one point, he's got enough juice to power all of Bud Walton Arena himself if he needs to. Uh, Arkansas was struggling a little bit. I, I said earlier, he, he kind of ignited things with that corner three uh, to give Arkansas the lead. I think he scored nine or 10 of that 17 points uh, during the run at the end of the first half incredibly, incredibly efficient. He had 13 points at halftime. He did it on four shot attempts. That's crazy. He knocked down a couple threes, hit a mid-range jumper, and he gets to the free throw line as well as anyone in the country, and he was knocking them down there. He finishes with 21 points off the bench. Again, so that's back-to-back -back games where your sixth man comes in, leads the team in scoring, gives you 21 points. He's been tremendous. Like, like Musk said after the game, this guy is a starter. He, he's a big-time player. He's when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. streaming on Paramount Plus. You're ready, Bob. Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation been phenomenal uh, and he's given incredible value with that second unit he's playing a ton of minutes uh, big time pickup for Arkansas and they need him to continue to do the things that he's doing uh, Tremont Mark I thought had a pretty solid game overall he's just like I've said it a million times he's kind of like that silent assassin for Arkansas uh, where you look up at the end of the night and you see a stat sheet and you go well damn he was all over the place he had 14 points on 12 shot attempts uh, you know he was on the glass he was dishing out some assists uh, just a pretty solid overall performance from him. I thought L. Ellis 
uh, started slow. He was one of those guys. He got burned a couple times defensively. Just looked a little out of it coming out of the gates. He got yanked early. I'm talking two, maybe three minutes into the game. He got pulled, but he got back in there. I think that kind of flipped a switch for him. I thought he wound up playing really well. Uh, the play that stood out to me from L. Ellis uh, was on the defensive end of the floor where he just flat ripped the ball out of somebody's. It, it reminded me of Jalen Braxton doing it to the kid from Florida in the football game last week. It was like a strip and score. Uh, L. Ellis did the same thing, ripped the ball right out of this dude's hands, went coast to coast for a layup, uh, and that was a big play in the moment for Arkansas. But you look up at the end of the night, hey, he finished with 13 points. Uh, six rebounds from that point guard position. You love that uh, because Musk challenged him. Arkansas has been so good rebounding from that lead guard position with bigger, longer guys, right? Anthony Black, Jalen Tate, uh, Jimmy Witt, guys like that. L. Ellis is a little bit smaller, but hey, he's bouncy. He's athletic. To pull down a half dozen boards, uh, that tells you that he's committed to the process, uh, which you love to see. And he cut down the turnovers. I think he was three assists to just one turnover tonight. Uh, so a more efficient performance from him. He took a couple ill-advised shots there, uh, but for the most part, I thought he played better tonight than he did Monday against Alcorn State. Uh, Trevin Brazil, it was a really interesting game uh, for TB because I look up and, and it's almost halftime and I'm thinking, where has he been? Has he has he taken a shot? Has he, has he done anything in this game? His first made bucket, and it might have been, well, it was his first shot attempt because he didn't miss one in the game, uh, came with four minutes left in the first half. Uh, so you want to get him involved and asserted a little bit quicker, uh, obviously, than, than nearly halftime. But look, hey, he was 4-4 four four from the field. He knocked down a three. He had 10 points, seven rebounds. Again, if you remember last year before the injury, something that they talked about a lot was him getting more aggressive and more aggressive on the glass. Uh, he's been doing that without being prompted early in the season here. Seven rebounds is a good number for him. Uh, and then five blocked shots. Again, they need to be more physical. They need to be tougher in the paint. Uh, but hey, when you've got a guy like Trevin Brazil who can come over and erase some mistakes uh, from the weak side and block shots, th that's a good way to make up for maybe a lack of physicality. Uh, so can they keep that going uh, while getting a little bit tougher inside the lane? I think that's going to be something to monitor moving forward because this big man rotation for Arkansas, it's still in flux. You know, Eric Musselman said after the game, maybe it's going to be a different guy every night because we've seen Chandler Lawson flash at times. We've seen Jalen Graham Monday night uh, looked really good. He had eight points and eight boards. Tonight against Gardner-Webb, he only played nine minutes. He was okay while he was in there, uh, but it's just been a little bit up and down. We hadn't even seen anything from Makai Mitchell throughout the entire preseason, and early on here, he looked a little bit better tonight. Must said he wants to try Trevor Brazil at the five and, and maybe go with some four-guard lineups, which I think could be a good look for him, but if you're looking for, for more physicality and toughness, uh, how long can you rely on that? So they've still got some things to figure out uh, in the front court. Ball was, but the ball wasn't moving quite as good as it usually is. You know, in the first exhibition games, Arkansas was getting over that 200 pass threshold uh, fairly regularly. They were 25 passes short of their goal tonight. Uh, so maybe a little bit more ISO one-on-one -on -one where guys maybe were, were feeling the pressure a little bit uh, in a game that was tighter than expected in the first half. Maybe, you know, different guys are feeling like, hey, I need to go get us a bucket. Uh, Caleb Battle did that. Maybe other guys were forcing it a little bit. So the things that you have to work on throughout the course of, of the early goings of a season, uh, I think it's important to note that despite Eric Musselman being ticked, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not overselling it here, uh, you would have thought Arkansas lost if, if you were in that press conference room. Uh, he was pretty perturbed with how everything went down, but uh, at the end of the day, 
you won your first game by nearly 40 points, you win your second game by 18 points, so you're 2-0, and and you get to learn these lessons uh, and get a little bit better moving forward. They've got two more games here, and, and it's interesting with this stretch where all four of these home games, the competition level rises just one step every time, right? I thought Gardner-Webb was, was a step ahead of where Alcorn State was. Old Dominion on Monday on a short turnaround is going to be a step ahead of where Gardner-Webb was. And then UNC Greensboro is going to be a tough game on Friday. You can't overlook either one of these teams before things get really real for you in the Bahamas the following week at the Battle for Atlantis when you're going to be playing probably three NCAA tournament caliber teams. So a lot of things for these guys to work on. Uh, you know, we talked about them being a mature group. Uh, a team that's been very coachable, that has responded to challenges. Um, I guarantee you that they're going to be challenged heavily uh, over the course of the next couple of days as they get ready uh, and prepare for this game against Old Dominion. Um, Eric Musman wants a big crowd for this game, right? Uh, the crowds that have been here have been lively. They've been energetic, uh, but they haven't been sold out houses, and I get it. Uh, it's, it's been Alcorn State and it's been Gardner-Webb. Old Dominion comes in here on Monday. He's looking for a packed house in Bud Walton Arena. I think it's a good idea for folks to get out and watch this team for two more home games before they go out there and it, and it gets real uh, at the Battle for Atlantis and you come back home and you got Duke, right? So it's going to be awesome. Uh, but hey, at the end of the day, some things to work on. Not the best performance, but you take a win 10 times out of 10. Arkansas is 2-0. Got some things to work on, some things to improve on moving forward. I got to get out of here. I got some things to write. We got a football game tomorrow. We got a quick turnaround. There's a lot going on, but appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.